Okay, guys, i got to tell you about our next guest. Yeah. Oh, here we go. I've been dying to talk to this guy. Now, his name is Jamie Zoo. You may have seen him online. He's very big uh, on social media, usually for his funny pranks. Right. But this is not a prank. What happened to him is real. Um, a year ago, Jamie went to a Reiki session and he wanted to cleanse himself. And this woman used crystals and all those types of things that clear energies and move energies. I but, believe in energy shifting. I believe yeah. that, you know, you can get energy blocks and I believe in that. Well, once she'd finished the session, he left feeling a little bit odd, like he just didn't feel himself. And he started experiencing lots of things after that, like chest pains, nightmares, um, this heavy feeling in his chest, felt mm. like he was suffocating, and then even stranger sexual dreams he started having. And then... Well, hang on. He had, was already having strange sexual dreams, but started having stranger ones. Even stranger. And then sexual fetishes, dreams. you know, started oh. thinking about that. But then... Like what? Like oh, what? Well, we'll find out. But on top of that, he then started hearing a demonic voice inside his head that started talking to him. Now, Jamie ended up going to many people to get advice, but in the end he started... What, psychics or doctors? I think probably doctors, I'd say. Um, But after seeing a priest, they ended up performing a number of exorcisms and then eventually the demon inside of him exited his body. But it was a year. (laughs) See, this is something I just would never believe i know and, but when i but you believe it but when i heard jamie zoo talking about it and he's very serious about it so you follow this like, jamie zoo so you follow yeah. him and you're like shit i believe in this because if it was a random that you didn't yeah. follow yeah if it was a random you'd, you'd be like yeah wow. okay. let's okay. get jamie zoo on hey jamie good morning buddy hello how are we guys nice to Mate. be here nice see, to meet see. you too so jamie you had a reiki session and you reckon that was responsible for opening up some sort of energy source to allow a demon in uh yes correct oh that well. does sound crazy though right jamie but if it didn't happen to you would you also think it was bullshit is it one of those really hard to understand stories yeah 100 you know it's even hard for me to comprehend what happened to me right now even after i've been healed and I think that, um, you know, as I was going through it, I was so confused. I kept getting, you know, turned away by people that thought I was, you know, um, not going through what I said I was going through. And, yeah, as I said, even to this day, it's, it's hard to know that I went through this. So and, tell me, like, what, what, was, what was the first thing you noticed? So, yeah, if you think about it, like, I walked into this woman's house and she waved her hand around me and I walked out a different person. Um, the first thing that happened was basically I started hearing these voices in my head encouraging me to self-harm um, and do all those sorts of things when I've never had that happen to me in my life. And, you, the and they literally, happened. you could hear the person talking to you inside your head. You could hear. Correct. Correct. And yeah. what did it sound like? Can you kind of mimic what the voice sounded like? It was a voice that sort of sounded like a very manipulative voice. Um, I wasn't exactly sure... Um, you know, I can't really put a label on whose voice it was. Yeah. But it was a very dark, manipulative voice. So it wasn't like a, oh, you know, demon voice, do this. It was like, I want you to do this now, like something Are like that. Are they more thoughts than, than sounds? Is it? Is it? No, I think oh, no. he's hearing it. He's actually hearing it. Yeah, but when you voice. say no. they hear voices, sometimes that's that you get confused because it's not like you turn around when you hear a voice. It's... It's in there, right? Yeah. 
yeah, no, I understand. But um, this particular voice was a voice I've never heard before. And amongst that, there were all these thoughts that I was having that weren't mine either, that I was kind of like, where'd these come from? Like that what, kind of, what yeah. kind of thoughts were you having? So definitely a lot of self-harm thoughts um, mm. which I've never had in my life. And the second thing that happened was um, when I would go to bed at night, once every night or once every two nights, I would be woken up exactly an hour after I went to bed with this feeling of something stabbing me in my chest and also being suffocated, can't breathe. Um, sort of like heart attack symptoms. Mm. And right. I, called, I called the hospital and I went to... Um, I went to hospital about nine times last year. And when I arrived, um, they couldn't find anything. Wow. Right. And okay. that must be very frustrating too because you know something something really wrong is happening and they're like, well, medically, you're fine. Off you go. And that must be very frustrating. Yeah, of course. It's very frustrating amongst, you know, um, many other sort of health professionals I went to saying that nothing was wrong with me. Um, but, you know, if you think about me as a person I've known my whole life, walking into a house and walking out a different person. Yeah, um, that's you knew, what you knew something. So you that's knew. how you pinpointed it down to that. And, now, and what were the fetishes that you suddenly had that you never had before? Look, I won't go into detail about what they were. But well, why not? That's the only thing I want to hear. <laughs> I know you're a testosterone-fueled guy, Carl, <laughs> but, uh, but unfortunately but, I, I, won't, I won't go into too much detail. But you could just say that these were things that I definitely um, had never thought of before, um, definitely things that I would never even um, consider before and, you know, things that just weren't of a good nature, you could say. Are they, are oh, they so something, they something that you might go to prison for, those kind of sexual fetishes? No, not not prison, but just, just weird, perplexed, disturbing thoughts and they were quite obsessive, uh, obsessive as well. Like they'd come into my head um, a lot of the time, straight after this session only. And what was even weirder about this whole thing was these thoughts were just bombarding me. And then when I would try and stop thinking about it, I would be physically attacked as well. Oh, well, almost like the demon knew, you know, that you were trying to fight it. Yeah. So even if I would say like, you know, um, driving or, you know, at work or something or at the gym, yeah, I would have like these thoughts just come to my head. And then when I would even like, not so much just saying, I don't want this thought. But even if I just got distracted um, from something else because I was busy, I would be physically attacked in that region where um, she opened up my energy. And did you go back to the Reiki specialists and say, listen, you've done <laughs> something wrong. Yeah. yeah. What have you done? You've, left, you've opened up the portal to hell. Yeah. Right? Did you try and get her to release that, that demonic energy that's in there? Yeah. So um, following the session, I knew something was up. Um, so I did contact her a few times, but all she wanted to do was refer me, um, to like a psychologist and she kind of made it seem like she didn't want to have anything to do with this uh, situation. She was worried about some sort of lawsuit or something probably. Yeah. So she was obviously just defending herself. Um, yeah. but it's she, very hard to get that so into, how, into, into yeah. a court, I feel. <laughs> I, I don't, don't think, think a judge would ever like award yeah. you money, no. you know, if but you go in with real, that story. Jamie's who's gone through this. Now, are they with and these self harm thoughts, were they like you walk past a window and you, you would all of a sudden think, I'm gonna jump through that window? Is it that sort of thing or So I'll give you an example. So there were often times, um and it was weird because um the 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 really bad episodes would happen um, sort of every Sunday, which was kind of like a theme. And um, so I remember a couple of times I was living in Melbourne and I was living by myself in the 25th floor. And I would be sort of sitting there or just doing my thing. And I'd feel this presence overwhelm me where it was at the point where I stopped trusting myself because obviously I didn't 
at the time I didn't know that there was some sort of position around me. But I was so scared of what I would do to myself that I was clinging onto my bed frame, um, almost scared that I'd jump. Oh, oh my God, Jamie! Now you also spent now. This guy isn't, isn't a nut job because he went to an Indian spiritual healer and spent tens of thousands of dollars trying all these different techniques. When the medical people said, "No, nah, we can't find it," he started obviously going through the different. So, what did the Indian spiritual healer say? Um, so, the Indian spiritual healer was the first person to make me aware that. This was most likely a spiritual possession or a demonic entity. Yep. So, did you think, uh, what the hell? Come, or were you like, that makes sense? Yeah. Well, nothing else made sense besides that. Yeah. So, I, I did think that this guy, you know, must have had some sense in him. But you know, he he tried to do a couple of things and they didn't work, unfortunately, with him. Wow. So you you then did you tell your family and friends, or were you worried people wouldn't believe you? Um. Well, I mean, like, my family and friends ended up knowing because, you know, I would be posting um, quite, well, there was this one time I posted something on my close friends describing what I was going through. So people um, really had to, you know, get help from me. My mom was um, kind of ministering me the whole time. And a lot of my friends knew what was happening, but no one could really put their finger on the cause of it. So then you went to the church and saw a priest. What happened then? Yeah, so basically what happened um, was I ended up looking up, um, you know, reasonings behind spiritual attachments, demons and that sort of thing. And and just so the public know, I was never in <laughs> into all this sort of stuff. I've been an atheist my whole life. I was, you know, as, as, as you guys just said, if someone had told me this story, I wouldn't believe them as well. But sure. that's, not my, that's not my point in telling this story. I'm just sharing my own testimony. And, you know, the thing that really truly saved me was um, being saved by Jesus. Oh, oh, so God. you did exorcisms, correct? Correct, yeah. How many exorcisms did you do? I did about four or five, I would say. And and what's involved in that? Do you feel like, because when you see it in the movies, you know, you see the person who's being exorcised almost screaming out like, you know, the demon's taking yeah. over. Does that happen in real life? Yeah, so the demons do manifest within you. Um, so what would happen is, um, my pastor, um, he would, um, you know, protect me and anoint me with, um, with oil and holy water and the Bible. Yeah. And he would start, um, speaking to the demon inside of me. And what's interesting is that a lot of the time I would start speaking almost in like a different voice. And there were certain words that I would say, which I've never heard of as well. And then when I looked them up, you know, when I looked them up on Google the next day, they completely directly correlate to what the Bible says about demons and spirits. Oh. And, and that's nothing you'd even seen before. You just were sprouting out this knowledge in this weird voice. Correct. And, uh, and it Having was no idea. And obviously the first exorcism didn't work. So what happened each time that was different or were they always the same? Um, the first exorcism did work. Um the process is called deliverance, and deliverance is often a, a, a lengthy process. So some people do get delivered from the first uh, session, but then some others, you know, they take a few weeks or a few sessions to actually um, have everything come out. The most important thing to remember, though, is that demonic portals are open through habitual lifestyle sin. So if you continue doing things that you were doing in the first place that got you possessed, then you're just going to keep on opening up doors and it'll be like a never-ending cycle. I think the thing that a lot of people need to realize is that through certain lifestyle habits that are even promoted 
uh, in this day and age. That's really how we get ourselves trapped in this kind of demonic uh, realm. Are you sure you haven't been inducted into the whole Jesus thing? And It sounds like you've gone full religious now. I wouldn't say I'm religious, but I'm thankful to how I was saved. And I've just known that this is just the truth and a lot of people need to be aware of this. Well, I would be the same, Jamie, if I had been possessed and it was a priest who helped and saved me, You'd think, I oh, would maybe turn to the church to yeah. uh, because I'd be so thankful that they were there for me and they sure. were able to help. So I can understand your your new attachment Absolutely. to, yeah. to it, that. It, it's quite because he was an atheist his whole life. So yeah. that, that does take a lot of, I suppose you would believe when you've dealt with it like that. That's terrible. And is there but any it, way the spirit will return or is it done? gone for good they reckon so as I mentioned um, in order to keep spirits and and demons um, you know at harm's length or or away from you you really have to change your lifestyle habits so I used to live a life of you know doing a lot of stuff with crystals new age spirituality um, even in terms of my generic lifestyle which was you know sleeping around partying drinking that sort of stuff these are all portals that can get you stuck now, I'm not saying that everyone has to, you know, go monk mode for their whole life. But what I am saying is that, like, things like this do open up portals for demons to enter your body. And no one really realizes this. But are you attributing that to, like, crystals and all that new age stuff that can really open up something that or you're not... Or pouring ex- around on the drugs and partying. I and mean, there's like, a lot of that. people doing that. Uh, I'm doing that. Very I've few get <laughs> very yeah. few get demonised and, and uh, have yeah, this... But I, I don't think, it's like smoking. Like, smoking can kill you. Not If you have a cigarette, you're not necessarily going to get lung cancer, but it could it could assist that down right. the track. And Is same that with similar, this. Jamie? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, what I'm saying is that things that people do habitually on a day-to-day basis. That sounds like you're reading it from some church portal. card. You know what I'm saying? The habitually, like this is. These, I mean, these, la- are, these are like these are like talking points from a, from the church. It sounds like. I mean, whatever I'm expressing to you guys is my personal testimony, and it's not testimony. only it's not only my personal testimony, but it's also the truth. Yeah, look, that's fine. You do you because hey, oh, if I had had, if I'd been possessed, I'd be with the church now did too, you, did, as well. And did you ever get a chance to have scriptures. sex with anyone, Jamie, whilst the demon was in charge, or is that not how it works? It's not how it works. As I said, I'm not saying that each and every time you do these sorts of things, this happens. But I am saying that you know, especially in my case, whatever I just described did open me up to sort of um, these demonic portals and that's how I got into this position in the first place. Mm. Right, so you're not having drugs or doing sex or doing any, you, you've changed your entire life because of this experience? I have, yeah, and I've honestly I've never felt better. What about, Jamie, just a question when you talk about like sins that bring in demons, would you, would you go as far as like being gay? Like do you now think that's a sin? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pinpointing any sort of sin. I'm just saying that there are certain things in life that, from my personal experience, I've done that I've opened myself up to these things. And, you know, my testimony is a reflection of me dabbling in New Age spirituality, you know, living a certain way. And now that I'm on the other side and I've found out the truth and why I've been going through these things in the first place, I would just, I would just never go back. Okay, that's mm, quite interesting. Okay. While you're there, ask the priest, what does Jesus think of all the priests that molest children? I wouldn't mind hearing what he thinks of that. But maybe you've been possessed by something or someone. You've had weird experiences. Some whack shit's gone on. You've needed to be exercised. Yeah, like how did it What's happen? What's your testimony? 
Um, call yeah, sorry, us. it went off by the by the end. I hey, thought it's his it's truth. Don't feels like I, some I'm not going to bag that from the church. No, let him be. It's his thing. It's it's what comforts him now. You know. Yeah, I get. You listen, can imagine it, going yeah. through that for a year. Well, oh. I can't even imagine it. It's so far removed from reality. Oh, it would be dreadful. Mm. But I don't disbelieve him. I'm no. not saying I don't think he's not being honest. And I, I think, feel that he did go through. I it. mean, a lot of people that that really get into the church go in there looking for help. That's right. For Whatever it is in yeah. their life, and I mean, yeah, I guess if I they guess can that's provide, to him. yeah, they, hey. you're searching for someone to say, "Hey, powerful things can, work." You can help you, and we can comfort you and lead the way. But look, we are looking for possession stories. Uh, so if you've been possessed before, if you believe that's happened to you, bring give up us and a share call. your testimony with us. Give us a call on thirteen one zero six five. Let's go! Y'all been great. Thank you so much, Kyle and Jackie O.